Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the most fraudulent F1 podcast with Dan, a.k.a. Engine Mode 11. I secretly moonlight as hell with Marco at race weekend. And Blake, a.k.a. Break. Echo chambers of farts and idiots on Twitter after races. It's the Engine Breaking F1 podcast. Straight in with the toots. Straight in with the toot toot. Welcome back to the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix preview. Uh, we're going to give you an introduction of what to expect. We're going to dig into all the gossip as well. This is a this is a very technical technical podcast where we only focus on objective things. We don't offer any opinions. Uh, we're not full of crap half the time. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Nobody we're, believes you. Nobody. This is the most fraudulent Formula One podcast on the internet. But I'll tell you why in a second. Um, we're going to dig into the gossip. Gossip. Apparently, Ferrari and Mercedes are already imploding after race one. Is this being blown out of proportions in the media? Who knows? Are we going to make it worse? Yes. Probably. Probably. So, welcome to the Engine Breaking Podcast. My name is Blake, and I am joined here by the gorgeous Dan, aka Engine Mode 11. We are two former Formula One engineers that um, are completely biased towards Red Bull because they paid our salaries for a number of years. Um, and True. now we're here making fraudulent terrible formula one content for you but also the thing we we kind of sometimes know what we're talking about but the bad part here's the bad part for you guys you guys can't tell when we're wrong because you start to believe us and that's how we trick you so um well that is the gaslighting engine breaking (laughs) f1 podcast (laughs) oh my god that's what we do here yeah. The gaslighting. We're going to change the name officially to the gaslighting podcast, mm-hmm. which is basically what Ferrari do to all their fans to get them to still support them after yeah. this many, many years. It's like this is your Very fault. True. This is going badly. So, what do we what do we got in this episode? What we got some news. Uh, we're going to do a little rewind segment that we've added. It's where we kind of look back at last year, this time, and what was the vibe, what was happening, where were the teams at. We'll give you guys a little Jetta preview. Dan's cooked up the random fandom where we both get assigned a team for the weekend and we kind of follow them around. We, uh, we got a report card. We make some notes. Um, 
We do. And I will just say for the viewers of video, I have bad news for you. The spinning wheel has not arrived in time. Oh my goodness. Well, so, it was promised. What are we going to do for them? I think you should shave again. Uh, if you want to deal with my wife, um, by all means. But let me tell you, she will fuck you up. But you said she's great. She is, but if you take my beard off, she loves my beard. <laughs> and, uh, okay. She used to do roller derby. You know, okay. do you know what roller derby is? Yeah, it's yeah. badass. Fight. Yeah, and she will, she will fuck you up. Awesome. What else? We we asked Twitter for some stuff. We got we've got all your wild takes. You got your conspiracy theories, and we're gonna go. We're gonna vet a couple of those at the end of the podcast. So if you were interacting with us on Twitter, if you're not following us on Twitter yet, Why what not? are you doing? Yeah. Why not? Engine breaking mm -hmm. on Twitter. We take um, all the most toxic parts of Twitter, sprinkle some yeah. glitter on it, and then uh, present it. And then roll them in shit, I think, actually. <laughs> <laughs> then the glitter. The glitter sticks to that part. But yeah. Um, then, we've, then we'll go back and do, we'll do, I don't, are we going to nominate somebody for Fraud Watch and Engine Mode Good Boy this week? Or are we just going to wait and tell people where we're at? Because we've got, we've had two events, a yeah. test and a race. I think we'll just I think maybe we'll review. Because I don't really have any. Me strong candidates no no exactly and all the all the gossip and everything else we're gonna air anyway so that's fine so if you are listening to this on spotify or watching on youtube we also stream this on twitch all over on my stream every monday or tuesday night usually it's twitch.tv front slash break so if you're hanging out in the stream with us right now you guys are awesome you guys are vips already uh and you get special access to absolutely nothing except you do get to ask us questions and chat with us before and after the show um but we know you all anyway yeah, so, and make the effort to come and say hello because Blake's a fucking idiot and has decided to do this as a full-time job. So, Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that's my validation. It's like people come to talk to us about yeah. race cars. I was and, uh, smart, and I secured a full-time contract. So, You know what? I sometimes don't brush my teeth until after lunchtime. I can do that when I'm working from home. And I guess when you work from home, you no, can do I mean, that. I can do the same. I mean... Do you do that when you go into the office as well? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've already got my pants on right now. <laughs> um, oh my God, he's standing up. No, he's not standing up. If you're watching on video, you know this. But why don't we get into the news? Sure. Why don't we get into the news? What we got? Let's go from the top. I've got no, no, cat hair sort of... on my lip. Have you? Okay, cool. I'm not editing that out. That can stay in. That's fine. Uh, so we got some uh, news on in regards to the Ford and Red Bull partnership for 2026, which I think like everyone kind of forgot with all the drama of uh, the Mercedes meltdown and the Ferrari Game of Thrones situation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want Charles to know it was me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's it's pretty much what we expected. It's just going to mm. be like a licensing deal, really. Um, but Red Bull are sort of leaning on Ford to help them out with the hybrid and battery technology, which yeah. makes sense because you can't just chuck a couple of double A's and sell them together and think, yeah, this is my ERS, this is good to go. Yeah, what about the uh, Duracell roll hoop on the Willys? Do you reckon well, that's what how, many, done. how many kilowatts is that? Yeah. It's if bad you, for uh, gravity as well. If you, that's how Alex Alvin dyes his hair. He just sort of pokes his tongue on top of the air hoop like a 9 volt battery. Super yeah. Saiyan Albon. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, Helmet was basically like Red Bull powertrains are producing the combustion engine and Ford are going to be involved with the battery technology. 
And that was that was pretty yeah. much it. And I, th I think we kind of all expected that because Red Bull have dumped a lot of money and resources and facilities and hired up, basically hoovered up everybody that wanted to leave Mercedes. <laughs> that was good. They were like, yeah, you can come over here. We'll uh, we'll make a power unit next. And then everybody at Mercedes seems really sad right now. But we'll get back to that. There's not been too many rumors from the power unit side of Mercedes. It's all heavily focused on the chassis side from everything i've heard yeah, well, or every, everything that people are poking at in the press the engine can't be doing that badly because it works for the aston dan jesus well, it, it wasn't slander. Valid, valid. it can't be slander valid. if it's a fact i i guarantee you i can go find on the internet a hundred instances of people taking factual statements as slander but what about ferrari in singapore the other year you remember the two Ferraris on the Red Bull? This oh is not an God. opinion. This is a statement of fact. It's yes, like, well, yeah, yeah. actually, it was an opinion. Classic Ferrari. But um, <sighs> I still get speaking, speaking of Red Bull, there's been. Did you see the the notes that or the headline basically reading every other news site I saw had this? Helen Marco's like, I'm not tied to anybody. I can do whatever I want. As uh, in, like, I, I can leave. Didn't necessarily see that bit, but I saw the part where he said it's not the same you know, since the passing of um, Dietrich and he says like, he's not as close mm. to whoever, whatever management structure they've got now. And he's like, Oh, I don't, I don't always do a end of race review to yeah. things like that. He just seems, it seemed like a bit distant really. Um, yeah. But then so th him and um, Dietrich and Marco were very personable together, weren't they? We never yeah. friends as well as colleagues. So I guess it, you know, it's not the same, is it? Yeah. Speaking of, and that, that post-race review, I remember every time we would finish a Grand Prix, Helmut would pick up his old Nokia phone and, and he'd be on the phone and he would be caught talking to Dietrich at the end of every race, just giving an update. Um, how many times, I remember so many times he forgot a charger for that phone and somebody had to go source one. It's like, nobody's got a Nokia charger. We've got Apple and we've got USB-C. That's all we've gotten. He's like, yeah. Mm. Can someone dig out a 90s Nokia charger, please, for yeah. uh, Helmut? He's old school, but so the, the basically the people are saying in the press is now that is I believe it's Oliver Minsloff is the now taking over the whole thing, which looks after the Formula One side of the team. And Helmut's just said, I'm not that close with him. I talk to Dietrich every day as a friend, but I don't really know this. So it seems like there could be an interesting uh, dynamic there. Will it change anything that we see? I don't know. Will the juniors team be managed differently? Because we know that. Like uh, Rocky, since he's stepped back of head of race engineering, he's now looking after the young drivers program, and that's that was kind of a yep. kind of went in under the radar. But it'll be interesting to see how that evolves in the long term. I think it's all great when everybody's winning and happy, but you know, if anybody can mount a challenge and the the cracks start to form, what's that going to look like? Mm -hmm. That'll be interesting to say. Yes, and he did also come out and say that Alpha Towery is not sale it's you know it was rumored that uh they were going to be put up for sale i think obviously the passing of dietrich may have uh fanned some of those flames a bit um because mm. i think it's been sort of not a very well kept secret that i think alpha tower was never the favorite um part of f1 investment um but yeah, yeah no, that's they're, they're hanging around marco said yeah no they're sticking around and to be fair, even I thought, I, I always thought Alpha Tauri was always for sale if you have the right amount of money. But it, it is, but, but at the same time, like I, at this rate, just like thinking of 
extrapolating a little bit about what AlphaTauri is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the junior team. Um, it's supposed to develop the drivers, but I mean, quite yeah. a few of the recent drivers haven't come through that. And then I don't, I don't see Tsunoda and I don't see DeVries ending up at Red Bull at this point. Not for any specific reason, but I just don't. Yeah, it's interesting because like all the all, none of the Red Bull juniors got put in that. So it's like, okay, what's happening to Lawson and Alger and the yeah. other guys? And then, you know, what, what does that mean for the progression? So that's, that's interesting. Is the team for sale or not? I reckon, I reckon you're right. I reckon Do it's always for sale. reckon we could buy it? Yeah, well, we'll get... Um, we, we, what we can do is we can copy Twitch's source code, uh, yeah. start an illegal or like sketchy gambling website. Okay. Um, and then do a streaming platform yeah. and do that. And then we'll sponsor AlphaTauri as the title sponsor yeah. and we'll take it over. What are we going to call this new site? Oh, uh, punch. Yes, Punch. Yeah. We'll go with Punch, yeah. <laughs> uh, take a cheeky small $500 million loan. No big deal. Yeah. But... And if you're what not we, aware of what that was, that's basically a big fuck you to kick. Sue me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's that's a sketch. That's going down like a crap sandwich. But, but, um, what? So let's talk about it. We've had one Grand Prix this season, right? We've had one Grand Prix. Season's over. Oh, done. Oh, season's over. But let, let's talk about it. Let, let's put this in context, right? Mercedes finished outside of the podium while Aston Martin, their customer team, finished third the dark lord himself toto what did toto call that race what did like it was, it was it like was the some worst hard. race of his career or something i don't know he was yeah germany the other year was pretty bad too when they were all well, dressed yeah. up in the uh period appropriate yeah at least they attire. dressed up for that occasion yeah oh. this was just like normal suits i know like, sorry i know we've got mercedes fans that listen to this podcast as well so i'm sorry you're just gonna have to bear with us for 10 minutes while we but i mean be unbearable Monaco 16 when Red Bull threw away Ricardo's easy win. Yep. That was nice. That was nice. But like we're adults. We can we can take these things and reflect on them and find somebody else to scapegoat that's not either of us. Um, me me <laughs> and you were never responsible for anything. We were nothing negative. All all the victories came from us. The reason they've won these two championships is because of all the foundation that we laid, right? If you could, if you're not watching on video, you can't hear the face I'm making right now. But um, it's the face that one makes when we're both full of shit. But uh, yeah, I let's think talk people about... can sense that sort of sarcasm in my voice. It's just there permanently. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, wait a minute. There's nothing sincere about this. Listen, I'm telling you now. They still use systems in that company, and I guarantee you, they've not changed a password on them. So I'm telling you, that's my foundation for their victories. They're still using my passwords. Indeed. Indeed. So, Toto says, worst race ever. <laughs> Russell, <laughs> Russell's comms manager about to, 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 yeah, go to the forever box. What did, what did, what did Russell say? Oh, boy, okay. they're going to win every race this season. <laughs> Seriously, that's, race one's over, and he, they, he says they've got it on lock. Now, Hamilton has been... He was quite outspoken. I can't remember the podcast. And I would love to give it credit, but Hamilton was talking about um, that. And he says, basically, long story short is they didn't listen to me. Mm. I just want some accountability. You know, he says, I know how to develop a car. And of, of course he does. He knows what he needs. It's, it's not a joke. Yep. So um, not a happy camp. It's race one and they're already 
upset. What? Eight <laughs> years like, of winning. And this is yeah. not before, this, before I get fucking moaned out here. This isn't a dig, right? But eight years of winning does breed a certain amount of contempt. And yeah. sort of, uh, I don't know what you call it. Not not lax, but, you know, you don't just win eight and then expect to carry on winning. You have to fight for each year. And I think maybe they've been a little bit affected by the senior staff leaving, you know. So, yeah, they are in it at the moment. Entitlement. That's Yeah, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know, but... But at the same time, it sounds very much to me like Lewis has been quite clearly, it's like, you know, as a driver at that level, you can usually articulate things that you need to add performance and things that you need. Um, you know, if it's rebalancing the car, that's where the driver is at. If it's a philosophy that says, here's how we add performance to the car, that's, mm. that's on the team to work with the driver to make sure when they're adding performance to the car that it is going in the right direction. But he yeah. kind of got some well, backlash for that. He, cause people are saying, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds. It's like, they're not really feeding right now. Nah, Lewis spent six months of last year driving around with 25 compact computers strapped to the back of that car. And <laughs> it made absolutely fuck all difference. So I'm kind of on his side on this one. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I am as well. It's like, but, but like, so this is, this is all this building up. Right. And, um, Mercedes, did you read Mercedes note to fans or their newsletter thing? What did you uh, make of that? I thought it was a, a a bit a bit much, maybe. Um, yeah, it's like you say, it was it was one race, and then all I could think of was that scene from Harry Potter where all the letters come bursting through the letterbox. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking that's the Tifosi if Ferrari wrote them a letter every single time, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like first time. Yeah. But the, the letter basically was like, yeah, we're not happy with the performance. We're trying to fix it. But long the TLDR of that letter was, it was like some of you entitled shits of fans are being absolute mm. toxic assholes. Please stop. And I guess it's the problem. It's like the, the, the negativity bias on the internet. You don't hear the good stories because they're not that exciting. The stories that piss you off, you're going to comment on that shit. You're going to retweet it. You're going to quote tweet it. But, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, see, I, see, I see what you're saying, yeah. and that was, that was really what that message was. The message was, it's like, everybody's been clear about the performance, right? The message was, by the way, here's, it was like the shit sandwich, but it was like, mm. uh, like a hot dog turned upside down. Yeah, Mercedes very much got that big company PR, whereas if it was me... I've just been like, listen here, you cunts, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit, we know it's shit. Fucking get over yourselves. We're oh, working my God. On it. Imagine, imagine if Mercedes admin goes off the rails and just loses their shit by the season. Yeah. I, I, admin, if you're, if you're listening to this by some chance, listen, throw it all away. There's a place for you here on this podcast. Send it. Absolutely full on send it. Um, oh my God. Yepa knows who was probably writing that letter. One of our, <laughs> our homies. Yikes. Yikes. But anyway, um, but going back to the development thing, there was another, I mean, we've mentioned this before. During testing, Anthony Davidson, who's one of Mercedes simulator development drivers, made a comment and he said, the simulators for the most part are for the engineers. Mm. And to me, 
having worked with a couple of Formula One simulators, that tells me something about the way that they think of the simulator as a whole and the way they use it. Like I'm, I'm sure because the yeah. simulator is like the only thing that the driver can feel before they get to the real car. Mm. But yeah, this is, is that maybe right up your alley. This is, isn't it? Yeah. But like to me, that comment tells me that if the, if, if the simulator is only for the engineers and the drivers aren't getting much out of it, there's probably something missing in that because I'm you'd pretty e- sure they, you'd expect them to both get something out of it, basically, is what Absolutely. you're saying, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so that's that's my big question mark, and that kind of knocks on with what Lewis says. But from what we understand, um, I could be wrong on this because I don't have a diary of every time that Lewis was in the simulator. He wasn't a massive fan of the Formula One no, simulator. No, I don't think he was. I, it, I don't think he's a huge fan of the simulator. Um, yeah. And some drivers are just like that. I know there's some drivers that used to get like motion sickness and things like that when yep. they were in it. Um, and then you got others like fucking Max Verstappen, who was born in the simulator. Yeah, he is. He's still strapped into the Matrix. He's yeah. got the umbilical that plugs into the back. Yeah, if but, you um, look underneath the back of Max's hair, and it's just like that plug in the back of his neck, like the Matrix. Yeah. And it's just looking yeah. in. I was born into the sim. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's one race in, and Mercedes have basically they're apparently just melting, and uh, the fans are super unhappy. Understandably, a second year of this, another year of pain, can many endure it? Listen again. Sorry to the Mercedes fans listening, but you're just going to have to hold that. I believe is what the kids say. Every team has its struggles. Now it's your turn. Yeah. And some people have some people have said, and I think incorrectly, that there are a lot of new fans to the sport that have come in in the last couple of years, and they've been they they've found Mercedes has been their team, right? You you come in, you're like, who do I want on my team? I like Lewis, I like Valtteri, I like George, I like Mercedes, I like Toto, and they're new, and they're like, listen, you know, ask her, ask Ferrari how they feel, you know, you like w- welcome. Speaking of. Speaking of, speaking of, let's, the let's game, not waste any more game t- of Marinello. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Shame. Walking down Fuck. the streets while uh, Fred Vasseur ringing the bell. Yeah. Oh my God. Or is it Fred? Let's let's get into it. What do we What do we got moving there? Because there's, I can't tell if all of this is overhype and the. Uh, the Italian media blowing it out, or if if it's really getting shaken up there, what do well, we know? The uh, Italian media has never been my go-to source for one hundred percent reliable information. But you're their go-to source, and yeah, he's driving Marinella to deliver a handwritten letter in a Fiat Panda. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to uh, the Italian media for that one. Leo Gazetta, GGs. Yeah. GG's. Game, absolute gamers. Yeah. My uh, Italian friend that I used to work with messaged me uh, when he saw that. I was just like, how the fuck have you gotten onto like the Italian fucking biggest Italian sports website? I'm like, I have no idea, mate. I don't know. But there. Anyway, so what's happening in Ferrari? Basically, what we understand from the media in that is uh, Fred's gone in there and he said, look, you can have your one race. And then after that, the fucking Sife's coming out. He's got the uh, the cloak cloak out, and he's basically yeah, yeah. walking around the department saying, "Listen here, you're out." 
He's like a Dementor, just sucking all the happiness out of everybody. Or is he? Well, is was there any happiness there to begin with? You know? No. There was passion, though. Listen, if this is what he's doing and he's going around, you know, kicking asses, good. Then he's won me over already because that team needed a kick up the ass. And whether that means kicking off a bunch of certain senior people or not, you know. Speaking of entitlement, that that team's senior management seems to reek of entitlement. Like, we're Ferrari, we should be winning everything. No, you little shitbags. You can't just sit there and be like, we're Ferrari, we're going to win everything. You have to actually work at it, take responsibility, and sort it out. It was just unlucky. You can't say that for an entire season again. Just unlucky. It's like Leclerc's had two of his power electronics units fail. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unlucky, unlucky, by the way, to get into the factory. You have to walk down this corridor and smash these uh, six mirrors with a hammer as you walk past. (laughs) Oh, my God. Walk under this ladder. But, but like, let's put that in context. People join and leave Formula One teams all the time. And sometimes we don't know about a lot of the big movements in teams. Like, remember a couple years ago when Mercedes was building up to the V6 era, they hoovered up all the chiefs in the world from mm. everywhere. You know, all of the big names at some point, for the most part, ended up there. But, um, yeah. So the biggest one lately is a guy called David Sanchez, who I believe is the chief engineer. And he's like, I'm Gonzo's. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be stuck on a gardening period for a while. But the rumors have it that he's going to, to Macca's, to McLaren. Yep. So he's so, going to be getting in his uh, Fiat Panda and driving back to the UK, giving it a bit of on the way. Yeah, exactly. David, if you're listening, uh, I don't know you, but I believe in you. And if you can... <laughs> That's the spirit. If you can help turn McLaren around, please do. Yeah, uh, congratulations. You've gone from one walking disaster to another. I think one of them can be fixed. I'm not sure which one, but I think one of them can be. There you go. Hot take, hot take. Oh, but, uh, did you hear about... After the Grand Prix. Uh, is this the Council of Leclerc? Yeah, exactly. The, uh, the, he, Leclerc said, right, I'm going to get the shame lizard out mm-hmm. and we're going to walk down this, ring the bell. And he, he asked for an audience with the FIA or the Ferrari president, John Elkan, after the Bahrain Grand Prix. He's like, listen, this is a shit show. What do we need to do? So he goes and gets the president of Ferrari to have a sit down, which... That's I'm assuming unbelievable I'm ass- flex, you know. Yeah, I think that um, implies some huevos grandes because, in the same way that their Ferrari, I think he is he is the big dog. But I mean, Charles Leclerc is probably one of the best drivers on the Formula One grid, and he's had to endure some stuff, which very likely might be soul destroying. Oh yeah, Charles gets my uh, award for most mental fortitude. Mm. for not just constantly wanting to drive that car into a wall at every race. Yeah. Go flat out into a wall, mate. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question? <laughs> Stop inventing. <laughs> Stop inventing. <laughs> oh. But um, there's also the idea that the CEO of Ferrari, Benedetto Vigna, is like trying to get more involved with the day-to-day. And Vasur's just rocked up and he's like, I'm going to turn this mess into something functional and then the ceo's like ah let me help and he's like please don't please don't yeah that's an awkward conversation because how do you just sort of go to your boss who's just hired you and say no fuck off let me deal with this Mm. Mm. so 
maybe he starts stepping on Vasseur's toes and they sabotage themselves for another year or two no, until they God, can get rid I, of Vasseur. I'm not even a Tifosi and I can't handle another year of Ferrari having issues. Mm, it's fucking depressing, man. They should be like, realistically, Aston and Mercedes aren't challenging Red Bull this year at all. I don't see it happening. Maybe towards the end of the season on a couple of super high downforce tracks, they might be closer. Monaco, Singapore, um, maybe some stuff towards the end of the season, but that's it. Mm. Like, Ferrari's the only chance we have, and well, we'll come back to their performance profile in a minute, but oh, I can't hell. believe you've got no faith in Aston Martin and Alonso. Not this year. That doesn't mean that the trajectory is not spectacular. Can they sustain it? Um, I don't think it was a fluke. But there's, other, there's like several other departures. There's Laurent Mekis, uh, so he's the Ferrari race director. Uh, it, Reda is also rumored to be going or you know this, these are we're now like deep into the rumor mill but apparently Laurent Mekis who's the, the race director at Ferrari um apparently he wanted to go back to FIA or F1 and Vasseur was like nope you're not going anywhere so that Ooh. got held oh come on Fred I'm sort of starting to uh come on board to the Fred hype train if he's uh <laughs> kicking ass and things like this can we get a toot toot there for yeah Fred? no you can have more than that Fred you get a Oh my god, that's the super toot. The super toot. <sighs> yeah, but uh, last bit of last bit of news in the rumor mill. Have you seen people already throwing around uh, Leclerc to Mercedes and Lewis to Ferrari? Yeah, yeah. What? So what? I'm not really sure. What? <laughs> I mean, but hey, um, like neither, like both of these things suck. Do you want to trade? Sucks. Mm, yeah. Who wants to? You know. Who wants to eat the shit sandwich here? You know, who's got the worst shit sandwich? Well, this is this is a different shit sandwich. So, uh, mm. uh, my favorite one though uh, at the moment is Lando to Red Bull. That that would be like kind of cool though. Not for not for Perez. No, but... and this is the thing. Like, I think people are too quick to sort of write Perez off. I agree. If he's, you know, if he's just going to finish one place behind Max all year. That's exactly what Red Bull want. That's what Congratulations, and had, you've secured your contract extension. And if they had actual competition, that's what they actually need to win the drivers and constructors. Yeah. If you put Lando in there and Lando and Max are going to start beefing for wins and we're going to see like Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen at Baku version 2.0, they're not going to want that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we don't want to see that. Yeah, we don't want to see that. But Lando needs to get out of McLaren because that is a team that is in trouble. Yeah, I don't see them they're, turning that around. That they're too that busy is gluing fucking Amazon Kindles to the headrests. Zach Brown is furiously downloading Adrian Newey's "How to Build a Car" to get that to display on them, so they can just read that while they're in the garage. Uh, oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. So. I think that's all we've got on the news and the uh, the shithousery. We've got some something new, and I think this would be a cool segment to do. For most weeks, when we have a race preview, uh, have time. We have an off week to do a race preview. We'll do a little season rewind to take you guys with which, us. Which, which you are. There you go. I need, I need to download a. Uh, yeah. The oh my god. Just add Next add your own effects if you're in the car. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Give yourselves so, a little. It, Exactly. And if, you, if you're listening on the way to the car, it's something we encourage you guys to do within your local 
laws and legislation is if it's somewhere we can do it, give us a little toot toot. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you're parked up in traffic, roll your window down and uh, tell somebody maybe on the sidewalk in the car next to you, ask them if they've heard of the engine braking podcast. Seriously, and they'll all say, yeah, yeah, we have. Somebody needs to literally do that and send us a video of them asking strangers if they've listened to the Engine Breaking podcast. And then I, the follow-up of them getting arrested for harassing people after. Don't get arrested. But this is our little season rewind. So just to give you guys a little... And I think at the beginning of the season, it's nice to look back because this was a different story last season. And it, we could see this repeat with different players in this game. A trip so, down memory lane. What do we got? Talk to me. Talk to me. Uh, well, look, I'm going to be real with you. The only thing I really remember of last year was the oil refinery incident and uh, the drone attack on that. Yeah. That was kind of the uh, biggest news point that I remembered, to be honest. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was fucking wacky. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on, whether the race was going to go ahead or not. But um, yeah. in terms of the actual racing... um. What was it? Ferrari were looking hot because it was the start of the year. They they started strong. Yeah, the car looked fast, qualifying pace, good race pace. Mm -hmm. Red Bull forgot to put enough fuel in it at the first race, so both cars retired. So no one really knew what was going on with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was Red Bull double DNF race one last year. Yeah, the budget that, cap that was issues. The, vibe. the budget cap issues were coming in early. They were too busy buying sandwiches with the fuel money. Yeah, facts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Maybe at Mercedes, just kind of like a bit off in third, and we're like, ah, they'll get better. They'll get better. Yeah, but, uh, Max gave us the world's greatest qualifying lap if you ignore the last two turns where he crashed. I don't get that. Like when people gas up laps that didn't happen, I'm like, it's not a thing. And I saw somebody get a lot of backlash for it because, but it's like at the same time, it's like, I don't, Listen, I'll I, have you know, it was the greatest sector one and sector two the world's ever seen. No, I don't. It, you got to finish the lap. You got to finish the lap. But, um, <sighs> well, don't worry for all the Max Verstappen fans listening. I'm going to fucking finish Blake. That's it. End of the podcast. I gotta go. <laughs> but but like here's here's the here's the vibe from the beginning of last season. Red Bull down horrendously, double DNF, um, and qualifying. Sunoda in, in Jeddah in qualifying. Sunoda's engine plays up, and he doesn't set a lap time in qualifying. So everybody's thinking these Red Bull powertrains are terrible. It's like 
Uh, it's a rebadged Honda, and most of the stuff that's not working is on the chassis side, not the engine side. So <laughs> it's not really Honda. Maybe the lack uh, of testing. Yeah. That's that's but, uh, my favorite thing. If it goes wrong, it's a rebadged Honda. If we're winning, it's a Red Bull powertrains unit. Exactly, exactly. But um, I don't know. Let's just let's just rip through the race. I did a couple notes. The qualifying. Give us your notes, big man. Yeah. So here's like the performance summary of what happened last year. Red Bull had insane top speed in qualifying. They were ten kilometers an hour faster in the straights over Ferrari. Perez got pole. Leclerc signs for Stappen, Ocon, Russell, Hamilton. Sorry, Ocon and then Russell. Hamilton didn't make it out of Q1. He had a disaster Q1. But so we we basically go Perez, Ferrari, Max, Ocon, and the Alpine, and then the Mercedes. So this is race two. Mercedes fans, honestly, at this point, we're still upset about Abu Dhabi 2021. They weren't really too focused on how bad the next year was going to go. And they couldn't comprehend how bad the start of 23 would be for them. But here we are. They were too um, busy at this moment in time turning their driver's spines into jelly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like porpoising. And then, and then it got worse. It got much worse. Um, but during the race, uh, Perez op- led the open of the race for the most part. He loses out in the pit stop sequence. Alonso and Ocon, teammate on teammate, they had some heavy scraps. And uh, that was getting kind of wacky. I, I was a big fan of Alonso and Ocon going at it. Me too. Ocon's got that dog in him. I, I always say Ocon yeah. could be a bit anonymous in a race. Like sometimes you kind of forget he's there. <laughs> like but, when he captured all those penalties last week. Wow, well, yeah. Yeah. Speed running, <laughs> speed running, getting black flagged. That was uh yeah. wow. Impressive. But uh when when he's fighting against his teammate, he does not give a shit. He will fucking put them into the wall. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's Perez is, is Perez has seen a bit of that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think Alonso got too heavy into that, but uh, but but basically Perez loses out on the race lead of that because our f- somebody put it in the bazas. Oh, is this is this everyone's favorite uh, Mick Schumacher? No, it was Latifi bazed it. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, wait, Mick, in the race. Sorry. Yeah, I'm in the thinking, race. Yeah. Yeah. No, qualifying was where Mick put it into the wall didn't he yeah and we got that dramatic uh, shot of um when they lifted up the car on the crane it just sort of split in two which (laughs) drive to survive absolutely did not replay about eight times in a row to make it look more zooming on the uh oh my god look Mm. at this technology unhinged breaking upskirt upskirt shots of f1 cars drive to survive (laughs) you got blood on your hands I've, I've got to say, my uh, my arrow peoples, especially the homies on the Tech Heads podcast, they love a good diffuser shot. They like when the, when there's a you know when the car gets lifted up on the mm-hmm. crane, they're like, show me the diffuser shots. That's yeah. all those guys. And I know see. they listen to his podcast. Listen, you fucking nerds, right? <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Honestly, that is the good stuff. But um, so the, the safety car from the Tifi caused. Uh, a little bit of shenanigan. Paris comes out of the safety car line. You know, there's the safety car line as you exit the pit lane, right? Oh, I remember this. Yeah, it was yeah, like... Paris comes out just like just behind and then, you know, gets a run up and mm. ahead of him. And so Sainz is like, I'm pretty sure I was... He was so calm. He's like, I'm pretty sure I was ahead. Um, you should get the race directors to look at that. So the race directors wait until after the safety car is over. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple laps and they're like, hey, can you guys let Checo back through? 
like let Ch- have Checo give it the place back up. It's like we've been under safety car for ages. You could have done this there. Yeah. So that that was when I ripped in last year to the FIA and they were on fraud watch. Is because all of this shit happened because Massey made the wrong decision and one of the reasons was he didn't have the capacity. He was trying to do too much. So what do they do? The fucking boneheads take three or four laps of safety car to look at some onboard footage and say, "Yep, give the spot back." Yeah. It was so clear. I mean, and I'm not I'm not armchairing this. I'm telling you. It's not that hard. Stop gaslighting the listeners, all right? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yep. Well, I, oh, that's what? that's what she said. We talked about the qualifying, right? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just like I'm sorry, just like on a um, roll. Yeah, this is sorry. This is a very serious podcast. Please continue. No. No. It isn't. Yeah, it is. Okay, no it's not. Um what are we saying about the we said the Red Bull had the super top speed, right? Remember the cat and mouse at the end of the race? Yeah, I didn't like this. I thought this was sketchy as fuck, man. Basically, what, like, no what? one wants to go across the line first, so they get the person behind them gets DRS. So basically, everyone just fucks around and slams the anchors on and things like that. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, can we like, can we not do this, please? Yeah, I mean that was that was bad. We almost had. Verstappen smashing into the back of Leclerc because they basically the two DRS activation zones were next to each other. So you finish one DRS straight. And if you're ahead, you get the DRS back on them and so on and so forth or whatever. It's just like it was chaos. So I think they should probably fix that. Mm. But uh, do we know if they're doing anything about that yet? Are they doing, I, I looked for know? the notes. I didn't see race director's notes won't be out until Wednesday or something. So um, mm. I'm sure somebody in the press, you know, no, you I don't. Not, you got no. you not got that number. No. Oh, strange. I do. No. Do you? Yeah. Maybe you call him. Yeah, okay. Call him. Oh, sorry. No, that was sorry, wrong number. That was George. Oh. So at the end of last year, uh Max ends up winning ahead of Leclerc, Sainz, and then Perez obviously lost out. Uh Russell finishes fifth. Hamilton down in tenth. And then the Alcon is up there in sixth and Lando and P7. So I don't think we're going to see the same thing this year other than Red Bull ahead, but. Hmm. Mm. Do you want my hot take for this race? Yeah, go on. Is that the part of the segment we're on now? No, no. You've we're done good, such we're a good. Be- Listen, listeners, chat. He's done such a beautiful job with the notes for this show because I've been so busy with my actual job. I don't, want, I don't want to mess this up for him. You should quit. You should come through content and be like permanent imposter syndrome, permanent oh, fight, like wake up, fight or flight anxiety. I can't do hours content creation for a living because I hate people. That's true. Right? We actually, well, we like you guys that are listening to this, but the general. No, I, I just hate everyone. Absolutely okay. everyone. I hate, <laughs> I hate you. I hate my kids. I hate my wife. I hate everyone listening. I just uh, fucking hate people. Yeah, it's fair. I get it. I get it. Hennessy says we hate you too, and it's okay. Yes, exactly. it's this relationship I've got with all of Normalize you. Normalize it. It's built on a mutual hatred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, I and, like and disrespect. People are arseholes, you know? Exactly. I'm an Hennessey. arsehole, and that's okay. <laughs> what, what, about, what about the uh, the Jeddah preview let's let's talk about the track yeah we got, sorry we, we no, just, nobody we just... listened in for my therapy session sorry let's get back to no, the that's okay yeah but like well, let's get into the preview and we'll talk about how much we hate or love jetta is is the circuit people the circuit's not people we don't hate it i actually kind of i kind of dig it 
It's different. It is different. Sorry, I'm just I've just got a text now where uh my wife is, is listening and she goes, I can't believe you said you hate us all. <laughs> Join oh, us shit. for next week's episode from a shed where I've now divorced and sleeping in someone's shed and yeah. I don't have a shed yet. I might have to do a shed for Dan that comes down. Yeah, in your garage. Yeah. There's yeah, it's not good. No. So the Jeddah circuit, sorry, Jeddah circuit. I think they've made some changes to it, I believe, because last year there was some parts where it was like, hmm, if you come off the track, you're just basically going to barrel into this wall at 190 yeah. miles an hour. So Simples. Let the car sort that. Use the car to absorb all the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just possibly go wrong. No big, no big. Um, so this is our third year at the track. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't remember 2021 because I wasn't paying attention that much to F1 that year. That was when I was sad about Formula One uh, from the start of the season, not because of anything else. Uh, too much time in Formula One. And then 2022, last year was fun. Last year was actually a lot of fun. So here's, here's how I judge circuits, right? Whether I like them or dislike them. A, toilet facilities. Act, right? Actual. If I've been to a circuit, worked there or whatever... They have rubbish toilets, and then I don't care how good the venue is. I don't care how good the track is. If I have to wade through inches of shit and piss to do my business, then Barcelona pre-toilet Barcelona, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil after the upgrade was nice, except for when the cleaners were cleaning the toilets with a rag, and then they cleaned the sinks with the same rag, and numerous people uh, had very bad stomach problems, and basically the team doctor was like, yeah, um, you have to use the sinks, not in the bathroom. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry. I judge it on toilet facilities, okay? Okay. And how difficult it is for me to drive in F1, the game. Ooh. Are we going to do some of that content this season? I think we F1 should, stuff? yeah, for a laugh. Uh, now, I you- cannot fucking drive a single lap cleanly of this circuit in F1. So as far as I'm concerned, it's the worst circuit ever created. It's such a cool track, though. It's so fast. Like, here's the crazy thing about this track, right? It's just over six kilometers. There are 27 turns. And I swear to God, in a Formula One car, they're just like, yeah, that's a corner. It's not a corner. It's a straight. Um, It's a straight. (laughs) So the Baku sort of straight corner debacle. Yeah, at the end of the lap. But it's like half every half, every third of the lap is one of those segments, like the final sector in Baku. So I looked at the data earlier. So there's 27 corners, some of them chicanes, so those look like one corner in the data. The drivers only come off of throttle seven times around the lap. And it's a 27-corner circuit. So, so here's, here's what that says to me about the performance requirements of that track. Um, the car requires like a good balance between top speed and downforce. We saw what happened last year with Ferrari and Red Bull. Um, the track definitely favors high efficiency. To put this in perspective of how much downforce and power make a difference here, the F2 lap record, 13 seconds slower than F1. I don't usually look at the F2 track records, but that's pretty far away. That's pretty far away. Are you muted? I was muted. Sorry. That was um, (laughs) 18 episodes and my first rookie mistake. Nice. We've done Uh, it. I was basically saying 13 seconds is an age. Yeah, it's an eternity, man. Mm. So, and we saw one thing talked about last year. Max didn't go so well in qualifying. Was it a setup issue? Uh, Perez went really well. 
So you, you and he was saying basically the, the old Pirellis don't have enough front end. The new Pirellis apparently do have it to the point that Ferrari might even struggle. So yeah, anything over 13 seconds off is just showing off, isn't it? That is true. Yeah. And Perez, Perez likes a cheeky uh, street circuit. He does. He does. When people are like, that's not a real narrative. I'm like, that is, I don't know. It's pretty, you know, he tends to go pretty well. Statistically, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, He's my uh, one to watch this weekend. I'm just unlucky. Why, why not? Why not? Let's just, real quick, based on last week, I reckon, I'll tell you what I think might be interesting. I think Red Bull and tell Ferrari, me, tell me, top Big speed Man. game. I think Ferrari had the top speed advantage in last week. The race didn't matter because they were horrendous in the race. But Ferrari top speed demons, I see. I think they might do that again. Um, Mercedes might go all right, but I think the Red Bull's the car to beat. So oh, why don't yeah. we get into our top five quality predictions? What do you? What do you? Let's, 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 it's the prediction time, Dan. I oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Didn't even. I didn't even thought about this. So it's going to be completely off the cuff, right? It is. Uh, I'm. Listen. It's my one to watch. I'm backing him. Perez pole. Yep. yep. Uh, Perez yep. pole. Charles second. Yep. Uh, I'm going for another cheeky Alonso third. Signs. And then, how many is that so far? That's four, isn't it? Before and stick Russell in fifth because I think uh, Max is gonna um, kiss the wall again. Oh, Max is gonna. Oh my goodness, bold, bold. I mean, I don't um, want that. I'd hate to no, see that, but I just fucking anything that I don't want to happen is gonna happen. So he's gonna be continuously that lap that never was never completed. The the second best lap that never was in the yeah. world. The chat is going wild. They're like, well, no. No max. So I'm going to go with really boring qualifying predictions. I'm going to go uh, Verstappen, Perez uh, for the top two. In mm. terms of qualifying, I think it's going to be Ferrari second row. Uh, Leclerc then signs. I think Leclerc will go better than signs here. Um, and then my my, I'm going to put Hamilton P5. Yeah. I do not think I. I'm not vibing that we will have an Aston uh, in the top five in qualifying. You don't, you don't think no. this circuit and Aston go together? No, but we're just talking about qualifying. How many points do you get in qualifying? Fuck all. Exactly. So, so let's talk about it. Um, let's talk about it. Podium predictions. Top three. Uh, again, sticking with my boy Checo. I think he's my yeah. dark horse. He's a bit of a lad, and he was he was really close to Max last weekend, and they were they've been trading through and through. Like I, th I think Perez is happy with this car. Max yeah. also seems happy with it. So let's go, uh, Perez. Max. Max second, even though yeah. I say he's not going to start in the top five because I think the Red Bull is like easy mode at the moment. Mm. Uh, and then let's go for ah. Oh, come on, let's give it. Let's give it to Charles for third place. He's, the boy needs some luck at the minute. Yeah, he does. He does. Not bad. Perez, Verstappen, Leclerc. That's a pretty... That sounds as boring as my top five prediction, doesn't it? Does it? No, okay. no, I, I think right. it's... I want... I think it's no, I think, no, I think it's sound. I think it's sound. I want but Latifi it's... to make a triumphant return. Shut, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with my podium is Verstappen, Perez, Alonso. 
Oh, you think? I thought you yeah. just said the Aston's no good here. Nah, it said no good in qualifying. Oh. The Ferrari and Merck are going to be shit in the race. You think? Even though this is a front limited track, are you impressed? I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and no, I think the internet told me that. I reckon. I reckon the Ferrari is still going to be trash on their tires. Yeah. Yeah, and and in qualifying, in terms of, I think the only downside is. The Aston may struggle to overtake with top speed because last week they had to put on a little bit more downforce than the Mercedes to be competitive. Mm. So, so you think that's uh, re- going to affect their straight line yeah. speed? Yeah, I, I think potentially. But you know what? I'm giving it to him. Alonso's Alonso's got he's been re-energized. He sacrificed back a bunch of fresh blood for Alonso. Back to back would be wild. The out of control. Yeah, Lawrence Stroll is just going to change. <laughs> the birth certificate of Lance and put Alonzo's name on it instead. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're Imagine. always my favourite son. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's get on to... Um, let's do a little recap. It's time for the segment. Our new one. Oh, the random fandom. This? Yeah. Yeah, the random fandom brought to you by the world's most fraudulent guy because A, I have not sorted out the sound effect for this yet. And B, my spinny will. Oh, and I've just burped down the mic. That, one, <laughs> that was free. Well done. So there's your sound effect. Just me belching at the microphone. And uh, no spinny will, I'm afraid, because uh, I've ordered it, but it hasn't arrived yet. Right. Um, well, we're going to have to get into it. So, so what what is this segment about? Basically, we get accused of Red Bull bias, uh, thanks to... The fact that they paid our mortgages for like six and ten years or whatever. Cheers, and, Christian. And you know, go going on from what my therapy session earlier, I want to prove to the internet that I can hate every single team equally. It doesn't matter to me. I you know, every driver is mid and washed in my eyes. Yeah. Shit. Exactly. So uh we are picking a team at random for each race weekend and we're gonna give a, like a little book report in the race mm-hmm. review. So last week I had Alfa Romeo, you had Ferrari. Yeah. Well, let's just like. So you, your review was pretty good. Your report card was decent for Alfa last week. Yeah. Thank as you. in, as in your your team did well and your report was also eloquent. Um, Ferrari oh, eloquent. obviously. Wow, yeah. that's not something Ooh. I would have ever said I was. But okay. Ooh. Right. See, we're teaching you. We're teaching are you, you ready for my? Are you, uh, who who's this one for? Do you want me to pick first or you? Yeah, I'd pick for you first. All right, here we go. Spinny wheel, virtual spinny wheel, virtual spinny wheel. I'll oh, get in. I've got Aston Martin this week. Get in, get there. in, Alonso. The Alonso stand, baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right, Dan has Aston. Write that down. Right now, you. Spin for me. Spin, spin, spin for me, that Daddy. bad boy. Who have you got? Uh, oh, it's a, it's a swap around. You've got Alfa Romeo. Ah, okay. Should we should we do another one, or is it okay to review Alfa two weeks in a row? I don't know. Do you want to spin again? Or do yeah, you want, I'll, you want to spin again? All right. Let's I'll see, I want to see it spin again. All right. Do you hear that, Alfa Romeo? He's not interested in you. Fuck you. I think they'll do I think they'll do well. I got bad news. You got Alfa Romeo again. Alright, try it again. Right, third time lucky. 
If it's Alfa Romeo this time, you just have to yep. fucking... It's destiny. All right, congratulations. You got Mercedes. Oh, my God. I- I'm just going to dump on them because I'm biased. Yeah. Not really. Time to really beat all those biases. Mm, how you, how, what, are you, what are your feelings for your team, your, your Aston Martin report card going into the next weekend? Hey. Grande Erez Magic. Magic Alonso. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope Lance... Sir Lancelot gets a little bit of hype going as well now that he's probably a bit further through his recovery after having a, that vicious Channel 989 session. Mm. Oh, yeah, but, um, the wanker's whiplash, the full recovery yeah, of Lance Stroll. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm... I hope Mercedes... Let's let's be honest. I'm not going to be any harder on Mercedes than they were on themselves last weekend. That's true. But, I'm not you, is it your it. turn then to write the letter to the fans this week then? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk to the admin and I'll write the letter to the fans okay. after that. Because it's like, listen, you entitled shits. You don't <laughs> even know what's going on. You've not been through what we've been through. You don't know how this feels. You sitting there from your armchair, angry and upset and munching on those cooler ranch Doritos with your athletic build. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up. Um, they'll be back, but they might have a long way back or they might McLaren it. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? We will. But it, it's, it happens to everybody. Hey, like it's, it's more surprising that it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Eight years is a hell of a run. Yeah, it, it is. Broke, all, broke, bleh, try that again. It broke all the records. There you go. Oh my God. So we're not going to do the fraud watch segment this week, but we could play the, we could play the sound anyway, can't we? Oh, go on, give it a sound. Broadwatch. Oh my God. So, so basically, but so pre Bahrain, um, you put McLaren and I put Alpine on Fraud Watch. Mm-hmm. Post Bahrain, you continued McLaren on Fraud Watch. That's two strikes, three strikes, and they're out of the championship. Um, yeah. I, I took the boring route and put Ferrari on Fraud Watch. So Alpine, I think, redeemed themselves a little bit. They had a shit qualifying, but their race pace, at least on a... Well, they did two things really well. They did a lot of pit stop practice with Alcon. Um checked all the systems and made sure that FIA were consistent in the penalties that they gave out for each of those infringements. Yeah, they, they forgot calibrated to themselves. read the clock correctly, though. Mm. Fucking hell, yeah. And, and, then, um, and really, the only redemption from Alpine was Gasly, let's be honest. Uh, he, was, he, had a, he had a stonk, stonks race, man. He was coming through from P20 to P9. He basically swapped spots with Alcon. So hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully they, they have a better weekend. But um, Ferrari... I wouldn't be surprised to see Ferrari on Fraud Watch again for me this week. Oh, really? After Saudi, yeah. Imagine, imagine Signs has double uh, energy store failures through the weekend. That, listen, I would not put that upon my worst enemy. No, I wouldn't either. Don't you put me, that evil on the Tafosi? It made me really, really sad. But um. So let's let's go back to our our next segment. We're not going to give you new predictions for this week. We're going to wait until people get a chance to prove themselves. But oh, you think who's a good boy? I am. I'm a good boy. Engine mode, good boy. That's let's say like it's like a golden sticker that we give to a team or driver <laughs> or whatever for the weekend. Pre Bahrain, 
I was on the Bottas hype train. I think the mullet had enchanted me a little bit, and that stash was understandable, mag- magnificent. Um, and the helmet, you, the testing, yeah, helmet. The, yeah, the testing helmet. Um, it would have been it would have been even sweeter if they'd glued a little mullet on the back of that, but yeah. it had to be no mechs and stuff. But uh, we were in a little bit of an alpha loving because you had Joe on your pre Bahrain good boy. Yeah, I think he's the drippiest, the second drippiest uh, fashionista of the paddock. Yeah. And as a 34-year-old middle-aged man doing a podcast from his spare room, I can really appreciate that. Yeah. Fashion, baby. (laughs) This is why you need to watch the video or see us live, because uh, me and fashion are worlds apart. Yep. But that's why we hate each other so much. But um, post-Bahrain, I was gassing up my American Florida man, Sergeant. Yeah, yeah. Anytime we do any news on him, we have to start it with Florida man does so and so florida man drives race car real good Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you had a you had a lonzo which that was a magical lonzo yeah 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 it was you know he's still out there kicking ass and taking names uh he if it i mean i don't think he will but here was my random factoid that if he wins the championship this year he would be there'd only be two people older than him that have been world champions and that's uh, Fangio and, again, I've forgotten the fucking second, who the second one was. But, yeah. The third potential oldest wow. world champion, and he's still out there kicking ass in the Granted, age of the youngsters. He's not going anywhere. And, like, you saw what kind of, like, rich people money gets surgery for Lance. I think Alonzo's got some of that rich people magic money, or it's just the human sacrifice of virgins. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. Is he going to become, like, what's it, the million euros man? They, yes. they will rebuild him. Yeah. Oh my god. What we've done something new this week. Um, we've reached out to Twitter. Oh Jesus! And asked you guys, what should we have a should we have a quick look at that on the episode? Or should we save that for our, our live stream homies only? What do you say? Uh oh, where are we at? I mean, there's a lot to go through. I think we should we should save that for it's a little Twitch exclusive. What are you saying? All right. Yeah. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do that now. So if, you, if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, make sure to hit the subscribe button, uh, click like, leave a comment with your favorite or most hated thing about this episode. Bonus points if you choose Dan um, for your most hated thing about this episode. <laughs> just because just he would appreciate agree. it more. Yeah, yeah. No, you'll find no <laughs> um, argument here. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music or on MySpace podcast service, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys for all the love. And if you can, leave us a little five-star review because those do make a difference. Um, it, it helps too, other people yeah. s- see how much you hate it. And uh, if, you, if you're enjoying this episode, take a little snapshot of your uh, Spotify screen. Tag us in it on Instagram. Mm, um, we'll show you little... some love. So, uh, yeah, if you're hanging out live, we got some more coming for you. And if you're listening or watching, um, yeah. Yeah, big up your local butcher. Shout out your nan. Uh, you know, and uh, fuck off. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.